Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York, and this is episode 14 of season two. This podcast is all about giving us the boost we all need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused on him and less empty and miserable and selfish <laughs> in life. And Lucas Slasinger is my co-host. Uh, he's joining me again via Zoom this week. Yeah. Lucas, uh, you all set for Christmas? Uh, I, I think so, but now you're adding that we can't be selfish into the beginning there. So I... Oh, we're coming I better... up on... I'm kind of tipping my hand at our topic here. We'll get to that in a minute. But first things first, I mean, you're coming down the end of the semester at grad school. So like what what has been the best class, most interesting class you've had this? Yeah, so I I finished my exams last week. So now we sit here and anxiously wait to make sure I didn't fail anything. (laughs) Uh, But I would say probably I took this class in um, FDA approval processes and intellectual property law. And so it was like every other week we switched between a lady that works for the FDA and a patent lawyer, and they would teach us. And uh, it's an interesting class. It's amazing some of the things that the FDA has given its clearance for. Um, And it was quite intense when the the lawyer really made it feel like you were on the stand in the middle of class and started grilling into you. So Wow. All right. And so remind everybody what you're your field of study is. Yeah. So I'm focusing on medical device innovation. So it's biomedical engineering is the broad name, but I'm focusing on medical devices, particularly general surgery device. Yeah. Yeah. I got to say that probably wouldn't be at the top of my most interesting classes, but I'm glad you enjoyed it. And awesome. Yeah. Well, when you're learning that, like the FDA cleared maggots, surgical or <laughs> medical maggots. <laughs> All right. We probably better get to the podcast before we lose everybody right. here. Uh, right. So <laughs> the maggots, <laughs> uh, what are we going to talk about today? So we're taking a little break. We've been doing a life first series mm-hmm. uh, and we had three wonderful guests and we're going to take a break from that because this week, as I'm sure many people are anxiously looking forward to and have high expectations, uh, is Christmas on Friday. And so we're going to talk a little bit about some Christmas expectations. So I've got a question for you. Okay. Did you ever, was there ever a Christmas that you didn't get what you want? I know you're your favorite, your parents' favorite child. So I know you probably got everything you ever wanted. (laughs) Was there ever a time you got let down? And just for the record, uh, Christmas is Saturday, all right? Christmas oh, Eve Saturday. is Friday. I am, I've got more time to buy my I, I've got time to, I need to wrap my gifts yet and stuff. And in fact, I've got to do a little shopping. So don't rush the clock here. Um, well, interestingly, uh, when I was 11 or 12, and I'm not going to tell you how long ago that was, um, <laughs> uh, Atari uh, video games were like the rage, Okay. And we had we had this game console. I think it was made by Commodore at that time, which you could play like two games on it. Well, Atari was coming out with this Atari. I think it was a twenty six hundred video console. And of course, these you know you plugged them into your TV. This wasn't like standalone screen or anything. Sure. Um, you know, no personal computers or any, anything like that yet. So, um, but that thing, you it was the first game console that you you could plug cartridges into it so there were like a dozen games video games that you could play on this thing well i wanted one i wrote to santa told him you know i'm like 11 told him that that's what i wanted right and christmas came and i think i got more you know crazy clothes and, a, and some more racetrack for my matchboxes i didn't get the atari console but um in all fairness to my my parents uh you know they were they were well north of 200 bucks that'd be like 
I don't know, 800 bucks now, maybe, or a thousand dollars today, today's money. So yeah, I don't know that I would have done that for my girls either. So, um, but my, as I remember my brothers and I, we went together and within a few months, we saved up the money mowing lawns and whatnot to get the Atari console. But yeah. Um, how about you? Any ever have a Christmas you didn't get what you wanted? You know, honestly, I was a, a very privileged kid. I, I definitely, oh, no, that's honest. Yeah. I, I either got what I wanted or I got what I didn't know that I wanted. So yeah, oh, oh, wow. even with Christmas being a little less exciting as you get older, you know, you think, you know, I'm not getting exactly some toy or something. I'm getting like a new cardigan. I mean, that that's excitement in my life. I am becoming an old you person. You are getting old. You're, you're becoming an adult. I know. <laughs> but, you know, there's nothing quite like an old Navy cardigan. Keep it warm. And, but, you know, of course, it's not just uh, kids that have their expectations at Christmas. Uh, uh, I'm sure a lot of adults maybe watch a Hallmark Channel movie and kind of have this thought of, well, this is what my Christmas should be like. And oh, they can wow. kind of have their expectations dashed too, can't they? Oh, uh, I, you know, you're going to make a lot of people mad. I think we have, uh, so definitely my wife is one that loves Hallmark Channel. I think your mother might my be mother, in there. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I mean, this is the, I, this is the thing that kind of drives me crazy this time of the year. We ramp things up and we have to me, what are unrealistic expectations when it comes to Christmas. I mean, all you do is turn on the TV and everybody's having like the time of their life. It is just, you know, happy couples and wonderful, wonderfully looking people in perfect settings, just having the time of their, um, and if they aren't, if it isn't that, you know, they're getting new cars, you know, the newest Lexus, the newest Mercedes Benz, you know, buy high class cars for living in uh, Amish country. <laughs> <laughs> right so yeah i i mean I just, wow i i think we put a lot of pressure on each other this time of the year and definitely the media does i mean that's that's the whole point of advertising right to create tension and dissatisfaction with what you have so that you want something else yeah um, you have to have the biggest nativity or the the biggest santa claus in your front yard uh-huh you know, yeah you gotta beat your neighbors it's not just the gifts and stuff but it's like you know, who has the biggest Christmas party with the best eggnog? Yeah. Do you guys, do you have, uh, your parents have the blow up uh, stuff in your yard? You know what I'm talking about? We didn't like... until we ran out of gifts to give my mother and my mother has a bear obsession and we got a, oh. a giant bear that's bigger than me. Uh-huh. People who know the last year boys know we're kind of big people, uh-huh. but this bear is massive. Wow. So. Yeah. I drive by some of these houses. We don't have any of those, but I look at them. I drove. I've driven by one near the church and they've got like every, every animal I could think of and there's a blow up in their, in their yard. It's yeah. It's the nativity. It's uh, Santa and his reindeer. It's, you know, frosty snowman, you got it all. Um, Well, I'm going to bring this around to a key verse uh, that I think would help all of us. Uh, And when we were teaching through first Timothy, first and second Timothy earlier in the fall, um, there was a verse in chapter six that really stuck out. And Jim Quattrone preached that week and it, it focused on contentment. It's really simple. It says he's true contentment with, or excuse me, true godliness with contentment is it's in itself great wealth. I'll read that again because I messed it up. True con- godliness with contentment is in itself great wealth. And I think that's a, that's a really good verse to remember um, this time of the year. That, you know, godliness and contentment, uh, that's a really good thing, good place to be. 
um, take some pressure off of other people, off yourself, off of uh, life, you know, um, and, and be content with what you have or what you get. Um, yeah. I, and I, that's awesome that you were content with what you got growing up. <laughs> that's, that's great. But I know, you know, we, we hype things up and make things like they got to be the best ever, the biggest ever, the nicest thing. And, and I, I looked up contentment in the dictionary just to make sure I had headed in, in clearly in view. And, and the dictionary says contentment is that degree of happiness, which consists in being satisfied with present condition, a quiet, uncomplaining, satisfied mind is being content. So not wrong to have, uh, have expectations or want something more necessarily, but we, man, we need, we need to be reasonable about that, practical about that, and not set ourselves into major disappointments when we don't get what, what we think we ought to have. Sure. Well, you know, Christmas is the time when, uh, when the commercials start to ramp up and, you know, you get all these ads because of, you know, people trying to build this expectation of different things to get for Christmas. So we're going to, you're headed. You caught me. Oh man. We're heading into our unpaid commercial. Hey, I, I could, I could, I could feel the lead in coming to me, yeah, yeah. the pivot to the unpaid commercial. All right. I've got one. Okay. Uh, here, here's one. We, we actually did this last year um, during COVID. So, and, and we hadn't done it before, but a good antidote, I think, to uh, unrealistic expectations is to go do something for somebody. And so what we did is we volunteered to um, serve food at the local soup kitchen, which is St. Susan um, Center in Jamestown, but there are soup kitchens all over the place or food pantries, you know? So in other words, this week, maybe call up uh, Salvation Army or call up the local food pantry and see if there's something you could do. Maybe your family, we went actually went Christmas day. Um, interestingly, they, they didn't have that many people there because it was in the middle of COVID. And so we hardly got to do anything, but you know what? It was just good for us to bypass our dinner and say, you know what, we're going to go serve somebody else dinner and serve somebody else. Um, it was the first time we'd ever done that. Um, but I think it, it's going to be something we'll do again. And I we'll just want to challenge everybody with that. So look for look for an opportunity to serve somebody this Christmas. Sure. And for other folks that are in Jamestown, maybe St. Susan's has too many. I mean, that would be great if they had too many people volunteering. But another place they could look is the Bread of Life Food Pantry, which is a right. Schooling Word Ministries, which is a church we partner with. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, good good word. All right, you're going to do our so what for today, Lucas? Let's I can take away. I can, I can be concise, I think. All right. so I think what we're trying to get at here today is that it's important to keep our expectations in check and make sure we aren't just responding to different things popping up in our culture or the media, but really mm-hmm. focus on being more, more godly and more content, as, as we read in 1 Timothy 6. Uh, 6. Good word. Yeah, nicely done. That's concise. All right, I'm going to pray for That's us good. today as we wrap it up. Lord... God, we thank you for this day and this week, Lord. Uh, We have to celebrate your son's birth. Thank you for sending him. And we pray that you would be at the center of our our celebrations uh, this coming Saturday. And we thank you for each person that's listening today and for all of the various opportunities we'll have to celebrate as churches and as families and people um, knowing you. And we, we pray that we would be content, that we would walk in godliness uh, with you throughout this coming week. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Pastor Mark, thanks for hanging out with me today. Yeah, hey, thanks for uh, breaking away from the studies. Well, you're waiting for your grades. So waiting for the grades. Yeah, thanks. But, and uh, thank you to everyone who tunes in and listens. Uh, it's always great to have you along. Um, 
normally we would invite people at the end of each episode to check out our Sunday services, but I think instead, since this is Christmas week, we will invite you to check out our Christmas Eve service Uh on the 24th on Christmas Eve. Uh, You can get more information about that either on the church's Facebook page, Hillcrest Jamestown on Facebook or Instagram, um, or you can go to Jumpstart Podcast on Facebook, which is the podcast Facebook page. Yeah, we'll post uh, information there about all the services on on Christmas Eve. We'd love to have you uh, join us then or online. We'll be live streaming those as well. But hey, thanks for being with us today. God bless you. Have a great day and Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.